13 minutes to 6 o'clock here on Community Radio 3CR. You're listening to the fourth special broadcast from the Gertrude Contemporary Art Gallery. We're at 200 Gertrude Street, so please come on down. We do have quite a bit of a crowd here. Let's make some noise. We're celebrating 3CR's 40th anniversary and this week the theme for our two hours is campaigns and troublemakers and I am now joined by an extraordinary panel of lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, queer, intersex, what does the A stand for? Allied. Allied or asexual. Uh, Oh, got you. Um, So that campaign, I've got James McKenzie, Libby Jamison and Sally Goldner. Welcome, everybody. Thank you, Giselle. Good to be here. So, I mean, we've heard um, across the the earlier panels um, that 3CR really has been that that call to arms, that space where we get to talk about and build um, the various campaigns. I, I... you know, be, being someone in this category, this alphabet soup myself, I, I have felt that my ability on, on 3CR really has been to, you know, find like-minded people and, and to some degree normalise the issue of, of a, a broad sexuality and gender identity. You're all programmers at 3CR or have been programmers at 3CR on... Um, this alphabet soup kind of programming. Tell me what what has your tell me a bit about your broadcasting. We might start with James and your show in your face. Well, it used to be queer, yeah, and then the kind of the GLBTIA kind of thing just evolved. And I'm not sure who actually sets these letters. Who makes these decisions? No one seems to know. But I just I guess it just shows how diverse the gay, lesbian, bi, trans, intersex, allied community is and how much more diverse the whole gay community has got, basically. And out of the pan, I mean, Sally, this is one of those shows that, you know, I think you were breaking new ground when you created the show. It's an issue that has been very polarising for, you know, not just the mainstream, but even people on the left. And you really um, created a space where I think... um, trans and gender identity issues have been able to be discussed in a very respectful, open and empowering way. Well, that was the thing that um, back in 2005, it's over 10 years ago when Out of the Pan started, and trans and gender diverse, as we'd now call it, was just not on the radar. It was still, well, I think we're on the hangover of pink dollar sort of gay and lesbian stuff. And of course, 3CR at the grassroots sowing those seeds of dissent, we had to get in there, but also buy which is still struggling, and so that you know that needed a voice. And then the show has evolved. Polyamory, all these things. Oh, don't tell Australian marriage equality. I mentioned the P word, but um, you know I think that it, um, three, the show I think has been at the grassroots, and I think sits really well as part of 3CR's queer program. And I just love being a part of the station. And of course, uh, trans people had almost no rights back then as well. Well, this the evolution's was, amazing. This is the thing. You know, at that point, we just had we'd had 2000. The um, equal opportunity laws had come in in Victoria. 2005, we'd just had birth certificates on a surgical basis, but there was still nothing federally, and it was still struggling to get anything, you know, tr- the T to, um, to be visible, and now it seems like it's, you know, at least we've got a pretty solid foundation. So it's been a part of it. And part of that, of course, is the help that Dykes on Mike's gave as well. Well, well, apart from anything that's like the best titled show ever, and no doubt it's won awards for that. Um, Actually, Giselle, I have to interrupt you and say I really take issue with your use of the word normalise. Yeah, Because there was absolutely... I had 
no interest in normalising Darks on Mics at all. My sole aim of creating that show was to talk to people that I was interested in talking to and play the kind of music that I wanted to hear on the radio. I wanted to... I created a radio show that I wanted to listen to and that wasn't being... wasn't anywhere near about being normal. And um, I reject that term. Well, entirely. I stand corrected. There you go. A um, lot of support from people out there. Hashtag sowing the seeds of yes. dissent. <laughs> and I have to tell you, 1995 was a, a very interesting time in queer Melbourne. Joy uh, Melbourne um, had only just started and had been going for a couple of years. And in the year of 1995, they had a mass exodus of lesbians who said that they didn't want to be involved in a radio station that was so gay male-focused and that the gay men had all the voice in all of the decisions that were made and they were probably really sick of listening to 70s disco, although, you know, that's kind of OK. But, and that, it was in the context of that happening that Dykes on Mikes was born and it was born out of a desire, as I said, to... Um, to create um, content that I and my friends wanted to listen to. We were going out into the um, pubs and clubs of Melbourne, going to the Tote, to the Punners Club, seeing all of this great, fantastic, alternate um, women's bands, and it wasn't being represented um, in, a, in a queer way, I suppose, and that's how it started. I think you've raised a really interesting question. In those days, people didn't want to be mainstream in our communities. No. Now, there's lots of people who mm. do. I just want to be your average person. It's like, no, I don't. Yep. Interesting. Big change. Absolutely. Yeah, look, agreed with that. that there's this constant issue, and you know, marriage is the obvious straw case in this, that you know, it's seen as this assimilationist thing. I want to be like you with my picket fence. Not all of us do. We want to be... Uh, repeat after me, I want to be an individual. Well, you know, I think there's a lot of trans people and bi and poly people who are feeling the same way about this, that, hey, we, we don't all want to fit into that middle-class sort of approach. If you want to be middle-class, cool, but don't, don't take people who don't want to go with you with you. So I think that's where 3CR comes in and puts out these grassroots views um, on the sort of shows that are there. And, of course, now we've got Queering the Air as well, um, mm. joining the crew, which is fantastic and doing great work. Their multicultural specials were sensational. I, I feel that the, the um, 3CR's queer programming more broadly was really, really significant. You know, when I was a young person coming out, I really had nowhere to go to... Um, to, to see that other people were similar to me or any of that and it was it made such a significant difference um, to to my life and sense of um, belonging I guess and I do I do um, appreciate how, having been picked up on my use of the word normalize what I, I guess what I was trying to get at was that it, that it just became easier to talk about so that when you even just saying it wasn't a polarising thing in and of itself. And certainly in 1998 when I was coming out, that, that, that was my experience of it. And I bet you anything you've had listeners who have shared similar stories like that with you of the difference that your broadcasting has made to their lives. And I don't want to dramatise that a bit, but, you know, that, that, so, that isolation can be so deep that you kind of don't want to hang around here on Earth anymore. Look, well, look, I've certainly had that. And um, I carry an email 
with me if I'm having a grumpy day myself and I remember, why, why do I do all this activist stuff? Uh, I have an email from a trans woman who said I was at rock bottom and I heard the show and it mm. turned me around. And that's you know, the power of community radio, which, again, we're hearing so much about how much it connects, connects, connects people who may not have their voice or feel like they're the only ones, such as um, we're just hearing from the union people that they didn't feel they had all the support they needed and so on and so on. And I look at all the, the whole gamut of shows. I mean, where, where else are you going to hear a women's hip-hop show, for example, is just one. So we've just... I mean, this is what I love about 3CR. It is unique. It is grassroots. It's authentic, authentic, and that's just fantastic. Fantastic. And it's also responsive too. And all of the panel panels today have been talking about, you know, in the sense that the, why the station was created 40 years ago. And we're, there's still all of these struggles mm. that are happening. So the Safe Schools Coalition oh. stuff that's been going on um, across Australia has been extremely um, distressing and damaging to so many um, so many queer people, so many people who identify in that LGBTIQA um, uh, acronym, and we're still having to justify our existence. And um, we need the support of, you know, people who, everyone, and especially people who are listening to, to 3CR, to um, come and join that struggle and that fight. Well, the scary thing is the culprit there is the government, isn't it, with safe schools? That's where the kind of abuse is coming from. It's coming from the top down. I think it has an enormous effect on people. Yep. It's terrible. Well, yeah. You know, you've got a third of one political party, a major media outlet and a shadowy lobbyist organisation who are running all that um, stuff that is just damaging to so many people and people need the chance you know, to have their voice heard, to hear the other side of the story, get past all the spin and all the rest of it is very, very important and three, you know, 3CR is part of um, achieving that. And just on a lighter note, um, rather than all the alphabet, as someone said to me a couple of years ago, um, just, you know, nowadays all this sexuality and gender stuff is EVS, EVS. It's short for whatevs, but that, don't say whatevs. <laughs> That's really 2010, you won't be called. Um, I know you wanted to lighten it. I just wanted to, to just yeah. kind of uh, bring a, 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 another serious note to it, which is some of, I, I did want to kind of not step over some of the intent institutionalised violence that um, a lot of people in the queer, as a general term, community experience. Um, uh, police police violence and violence um, by basically homophobes, um, and I I think that. Um, 3CR has been a space where we can actually talk about that, actually talk about ways that our communities can stay safe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's another thing, isn't it? You know, that, uh, that's something that we've really covered on 3CR so much in terms of, like, the queer community. There's been so much kind of, you know, gay and lesbian police stuff. There's been community education. There's been a lot of introspection about, you know, violence within the queer communities, domestic violence... Uh, it just goes on and on, really. And radio's been a forum for actually communicating about that and airing some uncomfortable issues within our communities, you know, that people in the community don't really want to talk about. Thank you very much. What well, do you want 3CR? Well, well, that's the thing. We talk about this issue of lateral hostility, you know, one example being, for example, prejudice from elements of gays and lesbians to bi and trans, which it just can't be swept under the rug. It's got to be dealt with as calmly as we can or, or privilege where people think they're speaking for one part of the community and getting it very wrong. 
and it, it's got to be done. And I mean, James, I remember one of your interviews where you talked about racism on you know, gay dating sites, for example, oh, and absolutely. apps. absolutely. And rampant. so we've got to get this out in the open because then if people feel like they're not being heard, the people who are really being hurt by it, that damages it. But again, it gives them that sense of empowerment. Oh, God, someone's listening. Hooray. And I mean, we always like it when someone's listening too. <laughs> I mean, those sites are incredible and we've talked a lot about that. You know, people have 25 words to describe themselves and they, they come up with something racist. No Asians, you know? Oh. It's not really a selling point. I'm a racist. Date me. <laughs> Apparently it is. Yeah. Well, um, we're just coming to the end of this segment, so I, d- I did want to <laughs> lift it just a tiny yeah. bit. I mean, really, do, do you believe that your programs and the space that 3CR has for gays, lesbians, queers, trans, mm. intersex, the, the buys, the entire uh, gamut has made a difference to people's lives. Hell yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's made a difference to our <laughs> lives. What kind of a question is that? Of course, we it, did. Well, you know, there is joy. I know you talked about the exodus of um, lesbians from Joy FM, but also, I mean, I, I do think that gay and lesbian issues have absolutely been mainstreamed now, you know? I, well, I think that the new, the new program that's on Sundays at 3 o'clock, you know, has the evolution of programming, queer programming at 3CR, given that there have been queer people at 3CR for 40 years and we're just a small little handful of people. Snapshot. Snapshot of that... that um, small selection. ...have Part held on to that microphone for a period of time. We've been there from the very beginning and we'll be there till when the lights go out, won't we? Like everyone else, you know... So. Well, yeah, I wanted to. I, th- I think Libby's touched on a lot of some good points there. That I think what's happening now is, yeah, we've got a base of gay and lesbian, and if I can say this and acknowledging my own privilege, you know, sort of middle class trans issues are on the board. But what about where now we're drilling down into the detail? And I'm thinking of I didn't know this until a few months ago that 60% of people working in the sex industry are queer. We think it's all female servicing males. No, it is not. And so that opens up another angle. And when we look at what the double whammies that a queer sex worker can face in terms of discrimination, these are the issues we've got to keep talking about if we're going to get equity and a true fair go for all of the queer community as well. Well, James, Libby and Sally, thank you so, so much for joining me this evening. Um, Thanks for sharing your insights and history in broadcasting at 3CR. Thanks, Giselle. (laughs) 